0: Welcome back to Tough Men of Faith. Nick Robertson here. RT wasn't able to make it today. I think he's off doing clerical work or something. I know he didn't fall through a ceiling, so that's positive, good news. So I was trying to find somebody to come and join us today, and the only person I could think of was the one person I'm not allowed to sit next to during church service, according to my wife, so I got my buddy Bill Mack to come and help us out. Bill? Good morning. How's everybody doing? So, Bill, we've been going to church together for a while, become, I mean, pretty good friends, I guess. Maybe just friends. Let's leave it at that. Except when I beat you at golf. You did beat me the other day at a little bit of golf. I think, on the front nine. I think the back nine. I forgot about the back nine. I think I I got my dollar back. Yeah, it's funny. Everybody forgets about the back nine, but it's okay. I think we tied that day, and I'm okay with a tie if I'm not going home with a loss. That's probably fair. Anyway, I was kind of thinking I wanted to uh, maybe kind of have you introduce yourself and maybe give a little background info. I know you're a former Army guy, and you always have a good story to tell about artillery or something along those lines, sweating in the back of a tuna can with five other dudes or something. I don't know how the story goes, but you always make it to seem so much more interesting than it probably was
1: sweating in a tuna can with five other guys
0: well with tracks you know
1: i, I don't remember yeah, that story but uh, or something like
0: that you might be embellishing i don't know yeah
1: i'm bill mcintyre and uh i'm a little bit older than nick and uh it's kind of a little bit. Well, I mean it's all relative.
0: I think you graduated high school the year I was born.
1: Uh what year were you born? Early eighties. Yeah, no, I was after that. Oh, okay. We're not gonna say when, but yeah. I was after that.
0: All right, sounds good. Sorry about that.
1: I'm confused today though because I'm not allowed to sit next to you at church and yeah. I'm not allowed to sit next to producer Blake in any meetings because we get in trouble. So here we are in a eight by ten room, yeah, sitting next to each other.
0: So just real quick, confusion is something that's gonna start happening to you more and more as you age. I just want to put that out there. Thanks. Thanks. Yep. I appreciate that. So, where were we? Let's see. I got lost in my old age. Yeah. Let <laughs> um, uh, me, a, like, a, you know, a little background info on you.
1: Turned uh, 50 about a year and a half ago. <laughs> Pretty involved at the church here. You um, 49 and 28 months. <laughs> <laughs> 28 and a half, but okay. Who's counting? Yeah. I don't feel that old most days. Good. And I uh, try to keep a good attitude about that so I don't feel that old. But came to Villa about 15 years ago. Okay. And uh, we really liked it here. It's been a family.
0: Yeah.
1: Met a lot of nice people and good friends here and uh, just really enjoyed being here.
0: You kind of wear a lot of hats around the church.
1: I usually try to wear whatever hat they throw at me. Yeah. So, like today, it's um, help with the podcast. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Earlier this week, or no, it's only Tuesday. It is. Last week, I was digging a whole lot back to set a basketball goal. Okay. So it, it really varies. I mean, yeah. if they've got something and I feel like I can handle it, you just jump into it. It's you funny can. you
0: say that because uh, about a year and a half ago, I went to RT and I said, hey, I've got this great idea. And he said, oh, yeah, that is a great idea. You should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, said, you know, I had this great idea for the church to have this golf outing or something, whatever it was, and he said, yeah, you, you can take care of that. It's funny how he kind of plays the captain of the ship and has these sailors that work under him. It kind of got me into thinking a little bit about uh, what I wanted to do this podcast episode on. I'll get back to that. I just uh, I wanted to cut you off there and say okay. Sorry about that.
1: No, you're fine. This is your show. I'm so, the guest here.
0: Yeah, go ahead with what you were saying.
1: Been here about 15 years, done a little bit of everything from digging holes out back to repairing the fence to teaching Sunday school to doing morning announcements. I don't know. Whatever
0: needs done. Um, Wait a minute. I thought you weren't allowed to do morning announcements anymore. Well, I'm not anymore. Right. just <laughs> go back to the time that you were also in charge of the, uh, the uh, screens inside the
1: auditorium? So, so I was never in charge of the screens, but my son was going to school for uh, graphic design at the time. Okay. And I asked him if he would dub RT's face onto rambo's body
0: (laughs) hold on a second (laughs) so you face swap rambo with (laughs) rt i did
1: i did in fact that's the picture that pops up on my phone when he calls or texts okay and he's holding an m60 machine gun yeah and it was (laughs) so he got here in february about five years ago okay and i was doing announcements and he uh he had to go to at his annual training with the reserves And so he came back, and I said, we had some double top-secret pictures of his activity at AT. Yeah. And we showed the picture of Rambo with his (laughs) face dubbed onto his body. And uh, that was about the end of me doing announcements.
0: I was going to say, I don't think in the five years that I've been here that you've given announcements. So that's uh,
1: it's a good way to get fired from announcements. If I'm you're really right I miss that day. I mean, I sent you the picture, so you've yeah. seen it. Oh, I've got the picture. I saved it. I'm actually going to hang it up here in the podcast room. It, it was actually better on the big screen with everybody you yeah, know, I'm sure being there, able to see it. 300,
0: 400 people could see it. Yeah. It, was, it was nice. Good thing we weren't doing live streaming of church services back then. Because thousands of people could have seen it. That would have been nice. It would have been. I think that would have made the ratings go up because he said his face is his moneymaker. (laughs) He did state that in a former episode. You're right. So how did you end up going to church or coming to a church?
1: Here's my old man story. Okay. So the year was 1999. Yeah. (laughs) I was in the army at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Okay. You know, that's it's hot down there. Let's just go there. It's Southwest Oklahoma. So,
0: in the army at Fort Sill, so you were on the south or the north when you were back in the army?
1: I don't I think that was a territory then, so we were neutral.
0: Okay, I got
1: you. We were neutral. We didn't wear wear blue or gray, we wore brown.
0: Got gotcha. you. That way we were safe.
1: Um So I was down there. It's hot. You work long hours. Yeah. I was in the artillery. So we're driving around these big, heavy track machines. So by the end of the week, man, it... You know, you got to be there for PT or physical training at 6 a.m. Yeah. And your last formation's at 4.30 every day. That's okay. Monday through Friday. That's if you don't go to the field. Um, so that's long hours. It is, and you're wearing black leather boots. You're wearing long pants, a brown t-shirt, camo top, and a hat. And it's it's hot. Yeah. It's hot in that kind of weather. It'd be right. like 100, 105. Uh, so you're exhausted by the time the weekend comes. You want to do something, but you're worn out. So my answer was sleep in the air conditioning. Yeah. But my wife, our son had just been born in, in the end of 90 and uh, my wife was getting up and going to First Baptist Church of Lawton, Oklahoma. Okay. I didn't understand that because the bed was really comfortable and it was about 70 degrees in the house. Right, the AC was blowing. Yeah, the AC was blowing. It was kicking hard. But the thing was, I was grumpy around lunchtime on Sunday and she was not. So I had to figure out why that was. Yeah. Why is my wife getting up early, rounding up my son, who turned out to be a great kid now, but he was a little on the rowdy side when he was little. Really? Just, yeah, yeah. Producer Blake's back there shaking his head, and he didn't know him when he was little, little. Um, he just turned 24 and so he was kind of a wild man in fact I think it was like three weeks into her going to church he came back with a black eye from being in the nursery <laughs> he and another kid were vying for the slide and uh, he lost okay. he may have done a face plant on the floor had this <laughs> giant popeye kind of looking black eye that uh, the doctor had to pry open to make sure there was no damage to his eye nice yes yeah, it was it was, <laughs> it was rough yeah but she was coming home happy after church yeah and so I had to see what was going on right so I guess that's kind of a long answer for my wife kind of got me to go she drove you to church she didn't drag me (laughs) she didn't drag me okay she's a nice sweet lady and uh, she would never drag me anywhere yeah but I was really curious
0: yeah, that's, it's funny you say that. It's kind of in the same realm of how I started coming to church as well. I um, thought
1: Rachel hit you over the head with a club
0: and then drug you. Yeah, so it's kind of in the same realm. Okay, um, that explains the scar back there, right? Yeah, the, yeah, that's a great excuse for that scar. I was thinking, I, I've been saying ninja star here for a while for that scar. Yeah, Rachel, the club works. But yeah, kind of the same thing. I, I was interested in coming. I didn't know where I wanted to go or what I wanted to get out of it exactly, but I uh, saw what it was doing for her, and uh, I kind of wanted a part of that. Gotcha yeah Gotcha, i understand that completely so i was kind of thinking about this a little bit the other day you know going back to the mini hats that you wear i just thinking about how you kind of mentor people and disciple people and it's kind of funny it's kind of the same way you kind of stepped in there i guess it'd be right after my dad passed away you just kind of met me one day at the any the, uh, back of the auditorium and you're like hey i'm bill thank like, you cool you're like sounds good man what do you need and you're like hey man uh you know i'm in construction too i think you said something along the lines of our uh paths will probably never cross at work but if you ever need a guy to bounce things off of or you just a guy to talk to you know give me a call and then i think you gave me your office line (laughs) is that where all those questions came from (laughs) you seem like a real office guy that kind of guy i was like great this guy gave me his office line (laughs) me and the wife laughed about it in the car afterwards and she's like well you know maybe if you ever need somebody to talk to he'd be a good guy and it's funny that how true that's been over the last few years Um, so
1: you're saying that I do a lot of clerical work too
0: yeah I guess that's what I'm saying you know it just it's funny that people just kind of come into your life and you kind of click with them and they just kind of mentor and disciple and you don't even realize that you're kind of being discipled too Discipleship should be fun. I I totally agree. It doesn't have to be the formal thing that uh, a lot of people think that it needs to be. I was going to
1: say, we don't have to sit down at lunch for 45 minutes and then read read through some manual.
0: Right. I think it's actually better because we go shoot trap together or we go and do something or we go to lunch and there might be a little trash talking involved too. There's usually a lesson somewhere in there. Don't talk trash to Bill, you're going to lose? I don't think that's quite the lesson I was going for, but yeah, you know, um, there, there are lessons in there. I don't know. Like I said, I was just kind of thinking about it the other day and just kind of getting back to a little bit of that and just you don't realize necessarily that you're being discipled to by somebody that's... Um Older than you in the church or older than you in their spiritual walk. and I think just... I'm older
1: than you in all of those, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fair. You're being yeah. nice. I appreciate I that. I'm trying <laughs> to be
0: nice. But it just, uh, it just kind of took me down a road thinking about, you know, the past and the future and the present and just kind of thinking this discipleship thing that's kind of started, like you said, it needs to be fun. It needs to be enjoyable. It doesn't have to be something that's so formal. So in thinking about that, kind of the way you helped to uh, mentor and disciple me, I was thinking that there's no way this guy, that there's no way he's picked up all this on his own. So I was thinking, was there somebody that kind of discipled or mentored you or somebody that you looked up to to kind of get to the point that you're at now, which is, I guess it's a point that's maybe a few leaps and a couple of bounds ahead of where I'm at.
1: That's a big question. It's a really big question. And I don't know if that's just like all-inclusive or just, In a Christian walk. Yeah. um, I'm going to take a minute and thank my parents. There you go. Publicly. Yeah. Um, I've got some great parents. My mom and my dad taught me some really good values, and they were they were always there, and they always pushed in a loving kind of way. Yeah. So got to give a big shout out to them. I got a big support. My wife, obviously. I mean, she led me over to the church, which led me to Christ. So I got to give her a shout as well for just, again, being a great woman. I've had lots of people in my life. I mean, I can think of some people in the Army that I could give some credit to. I'll have to send this out to Buck Jones, Sergeant First Class. Yeah. Uh, as I know him, I think he made E eight before he got out. I got out before he did. I got a, a buddy up in Minnesota that I used to work uh, big box retail with. Okay. A guy named John Timmerman. Uh, so. Real solid dude. Yeah. Uh, stopped by to see him on the way back from Montana recently. Nice. Um, hadn't seen him for like, I don't know, 15 or too long. Yeah too long. Just a really good guy, really solid. And I had lots of people here at the church that kind of came up beside me, helped me out, taught Sunday school, and, and I got to see how it was done. Yeah, um, but, not not that I'm good at it. <clears throat>
0: I've, um, I've attended a few of your classes, and you know, that sometimes you really drive the message home. That's good. Well, I'm not shy, so that helps. Yeah, you are uh, engaging. I've seen some guys, you know, teach
1: Sunday school and, and watch and learn from them. I've looked at some of the deacons in our church and watched and learn, and then just some of the guys, like, you know, just hanging out, just yeah. being one of the guys yeah you know it's funny because i remember i'm gonna give producer blake a little little shot here
0: okay he'll um, enjoy that
1: long 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 time <laughs> ago in a planet far far away blake was going off to college he was a, a young young man yeah and uh he told me i you know because you ask college guys what do you want to be when you grow up? And they're like, I don't know. I'm not going to grow up. I mean, is there a real answer, uh, but they got to come up with something better than that. So, so Blake's best answer was he wanted to be a NASCAR announcer. He was going to be a color man. He's a big Jeff Gordon fan, and uh, it's kind of funny that he's sitting over here. He's not doing color commentary for NASCAR, but he is definitely over here producing some audio. So uh, I think that's kind of funny. But you know, you watch guys and you you know you just you see what they're doing, and and I man, you can I think you can learn something from anybody.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: I mean, honestly, because they're anybody is doing something you can learn something from watch how they do it watch what they're doing watch yeah. why they're
0: doing it yeah i actually took that in my notes it's funny it's like you read them already but you know never stop learning the first day that you think you have it all figured out it's probably the next time that you're going to be a little bit behind or wrong for sure yeah we're wrong yeah, I mean, it sounds like just a collaboration of guys. You just kind of, it kind of goes back to the whole uh, hang out with the people that you want to be like. Or, you know, I think our parents always told us that. You don't want to hang out with the losers, you become a loser.
1: Yeah, um, I heard one of our church guys say it's hard to soar like an eagle when you're hanging around with a bunch of turkeys.
0: <laughs> was
1: that producer Blake? It was not. Okay, just curious. <laughs> it was It was not, but he's shaking his head like, yeah. man, I wish I would have said that. Yeah, that's because he remembers who
0: said it. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Yeah, so I was kind of getting back to a little bit of, like, you and I, we both serve on the men's ministry at our church, which is kind of a cool thing in the sense that, you know, we kind of get to get other men together. We get to host events and hold events and kind of collaborate with each other and kind of find something fun to get people that wouldn't normally show up kind of thing, you know, to kind of get them out. It is.
1: It is fun. It's good chance to just go out, hang out and yeah. uh, actually get to know somebody other than shaking somebody's hand and asking them how they're doing.
0: Yeah, or like and they you say- i fine in the morning. aisle. Yeah, you see them on Sunday morning and you say, hey, how you been? And everything's great. And it's actually good to actually get out and hang out with people and see them. And I think we've had really good success in the past of getting people that won't generally or don't generally come to a Sunday morning church service, getting them to come as well. Well, I mean, you know, when you do like axe throwing, that helps. Yeah, axe throwing was a good one. I think you did a water balloon slingshot, right? Water balloon slingshot bowling in the parking lot. Yeah, bowling. You you shot at five-gallon buckets from, what, 50 yards? Uh, it was closer to 100. Okay. 100 100 feet, sorry. 100 feet, not 100 yards. Uh, let's go with yards. It sounds better. <laughs> I'm not going to embellish on here. Okay. So I was kind of thinking about that a little bit, and we have a big men's event coming up here in, in a, what, a month, month and a half. Yeah. And I was thinking about how we need to go and start preparing for that, which would be like weed eating, cutting grass, maybe cutting firewood, chopping firewood, and how we're going to need some tough men to kind of help volunteer and help out with that. That's always a challenge,
1: too. we got a lot of tough men at Villa. Yeah. At our church. Think we um, can get any of them to show up? That's the hard part.
0: Okay. That's the hard part. Maybe we um, had to provide free lunch for wood chopping.
1: And that's one of the things that, so I've listened to all you guys' episodes, yeah. all, all the episodes here, and that's one of the things I'd like to encourage people on is to show up. Yeah. Just show up. It doesn't yeah. matter what it's for. Yeah. If it's taking out the trash, if it's sweeping the hall, if it's chopping the firewood, if right. it's cooking the hot dogs. Yeah. I mean, personally, I sign up for that because then you get to eat the hot dogs. Right. Because you've got to make sure that they're cooked right before you
0: just hand them to somebody else. <laughs>
1: yeah um but but you got to show up because if you yeah. don't show up it'll never happen well,
0: i think that's a good life lesson too just show up oh for sure it could be work it could be church it could be family functions it could be i mean the list goes on good life advice would be just show up i used to tell
1: my guys in the army you had to be in the right place at the right time in the right uniform and you were halfway there yeah and i think they've actually
0: raised that to 75 percent of the way there now okay but i still tell them halfway well you know millennials you gotta kind of cut the scale down a little bit absolutely It's kind of like, I heard a saying once, your greatest ability is your availability. That is so true. Yeah. I mean, just being available is, like you said, it it puts you 75% of the way there. You know, this has been great having you on. You know, we've kind of talked about this, joked about this a few times. I didn't know if it was ever actually going to happen, and here we are. You even brought little Debbies with you, Big Deborah's Swiss Cake Rolls, which is great. Yum. So, what we do is we, uh, every time we have a guest on, we ask four questions. It's kind of a hot seat moment. Well, we wanted to get into that with you, too. So, um, what is a book that you would recommend to guys? This is
1: going to sound kind of dumb. I mean, like, the Bible is the obvious answer, so I'm going to skip that one. Okay. Because I assume we know that already. Nobody
0: likes an A-plus student. Okay.
1: Okay. So, I'm going to recommend FM 22-100. It's an Army Leadership Manual. Okay. Um, I've actually got one sitting here in front of me. Yeah, you bought me one a few years ago. I did buy you one a few years ago, and uh, if you pick it up and
0: read it, it would help. I've gotten past the first like ten or fifteen pages. I even highlighted stuff. I mean, the, it's in pink though. It's pink highlighter. It's good for the eyes. It, it's highlighted in pink. For a guy that has glaucoma, that's good.
1: Okay. Okay. We'll work with that on okay. this one. It's a really great book. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, as I found out today, your version is different than mine. Yeah. So some of the stuff that I have in mine, you don't have in yours, and somehow
0: yours is thicker. You must be smarter. You bought me the knockoff. probably like a half price books uh edition or something
1: so i've got the one that uh a sergeant of mine gave me in uh when i was in korea when i was studying to be a sergeant it's just older this is the 1990 version okay and you've got the 2000 and something version it's the updated version it is the updated version i've got the one that you know if there's any math in it you have to use an abacus
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) okay So, if they were to make a biography movie about you, who do you think would play your character?
1: Oh, the guy that uh, said Bueller. Bueller. What's his name? Bueller. Ben Stein. Ben Stein, that's who it yeah, was. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's
0: um, my guy. Okay. Um, who from history would you like to meet? This is going to sound goofy. Christ.
1: No, no, no. Okay. I'm going to meet him later. Yeah.
0: I got oh, that, yeah. that logged
1: out. I'm going to meet him later. I'll get yeah. my questions answered then. There you go. If there's somebody from history that I'd like to meet, strangely, I think I'd like to meet uh, Von Braun. Von Braun. Von Braun. He's the, yeah, the uh, like father guy. of rockets. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, he used to shoot rockets and missiles in the Army. Yeah. Uh, so I got a little bit of interest there. We got to got to see some of his stuff um, down at White Sands, New Mexico. I thought she shot cannonballs. I'm sorry. No, no. I shoot water balloons in the parking lot. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's it's the big bang stick when I was doing it for, for pay. Okay. So I think he'd be a neat guy to meet. Is that, um, is that it'd Walter be Von Braun? Werner. Werner? Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I might need a translator. Yeah. But we actually got to shoot from his point survey point at White Sands, New Mexico. Oh, really? Supposed to be like the most hyper-accurately surveyed point in the world. Okay. It was crazy.
0: That's awesome. You should look that up sometime. I will. And uh, what's one piece of advice that you would give to other men? Uh, Just get, one. Get connected. There at, you go. At church. Okay. Get connected at church. What about for the guys that don't go to church? What's the one piece of advice you would offer those guys?
1: Get connected at <laughs> church. Okay. Find yourself a good woman that, uh, you know, at noon on Sunday, she's in a better mood than you are, and you want to know why. Yeah. And go to church with her and find out what's going on. Yeah. Get connected there and uh, get cracking.
0: There you go. Well, this has been really good. Thanks for coming in, Bill. Not a problem. Yeah, this, is, uh, this has been awesome. Well, we learned a lot today. Get you an FM 22-100 Army Field Manual. It's funny. I've actually been reading a book this week. The uh, RT recommended it a few weeks ago on a podcast. It's the... uh, Sea Stories. Yeah, Sea Stories. Admiral William McRaven. Yeah. I actually bought the book on tape so I could do it while I was driving down the road, but that is a great book. I, I would stil- find myself sitting in places, finishing up a chapter, knowing that I had places to be and things to do. Awesome book about so, tough men.
1: So I just finished a book called Across the Fence by John Stryker Meyer. Yeah. It's about Vietnam Special Forces guys. Yeah. And I need to trade him. So okay. I need to I need to give him that book and I need to get sea stories. Okay. Because I've actually been reading, I told myself I was going to read this year and I didn't start until later. <laughs> um, but I've done like three books in the last 30 days and it's amazing how much those add up. It's like yeah. a bad habit. Yeah, that's great.
0: All right. Well, thanks for being with with us today. Thanks everybody and uh, we will see you next time on Tough Minute Fight.